And we're back, Jim. Yeah. All right. And by the way, I love Cultivate. Oh, man, I got a great crew. It is like, if there's anything that, that I'm proud of, it is my crew and how they work together and work with other people. Right. I have worked on that and we have cultivated that. And no that's pun the thing I'm most, yeah, I am most proud about that and you impressed should. with my whole crew, man. I've got, I've got maybe 30 people, not a bad apple among them. Any one of the people would sit down and chat with any of you about <laughs> cannabis or, you know, sports or whatever you found common in your life. And, you know, not arrogant or ego driven, just, you know, all really good good people that support cannabis and so the way chip rolls um, is we're out at his uh ganja U in oklahoma and it's uh salt summer Solstice. that's our nickname that's our nickname for uh our cannabis farm out here ganja U, because we yes. just keep learning so we're out there and we're mm-hmm. uh we're out there on summer solstice and chip's whole crew from cultivate oklahoma shows up so chip is an amazing he's not like a boss he doesn't boss people around he he uh he he'll he'll jump in there and do it first and uh, he's a leader so it's been fun watching how you manage people chip you're totally a remote kind of guy but you're a hands-on person but you can manage it remote because you have a good team in place already so so yeah give cultivate a call i've met i've met half the crew looking forward to meet the other half i highly agree with what he says is that it's a hell of a team call them up man so uh, especially if you do it yourself you know if you want to put together a little package which i've done in the past a lot of times you got to go to three or four different stores. Cultivate will take care of it for you right there. So yeah, yeah good it, stuff. It, it, so, it. Hey, the reason I'm into this is like I said, I'm yeah, let's of, talk about Eric. Let's talk about Eric. Eric is a cancer prevention charity. I started it back in 2012 and Eric had gone through two brain tumors. One of them was, is a, a reoccurrence from a, a, from a misdiagnosis. Uh, we brought him to the doctor when he was eight years old, six times. And the doctor basically did everything but get him a CAT scan, calling it sinusitis. And I was bringing him to a buddy of mine. It's a chiropractor, awesome ultimate Frisbee friend. His name is Dr. Scott. Big shout out to him. Well, Dr. Scott was adjusting Eric just to help him feel better. And he said, why don't you go get a CAT scan? So uh, CAT scan, 30 minutes later, we're sitting in an office. Eric's got a big tumor in his head. It's almost a golf ball size because it was misdiagnosed for so long. So long story short, Everything was good with that. 10 years later, he got full clearance on his brain tumor. Finally, when he was from the time he was eight to the time he was 18, he had to have annual scans that would basically be like a death scan. It was like, is it coming back or not? Because we had already seen it come back. So when he was 18, he had full clearance. A month later, he had some weird something going on with his abdomen. He couldn't pee, went to the doctor. The poor kid had another type of cancer happening. And so at the age of 18, he goes in and starts chemotherapy. And at the time, I had a friend whose mom was going through stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And Eric's type of cancer he had this time was non-Hodgkin's stage two. And ended up, her mom passed away the second day of Eric's chemo. So we were blown away. We were fucked up. And we had no idea what we were going to do. And we just knew we needed to support Eric. And we needed to take care of uh, this, my friend's name is Cassandra and, uh, we needed to take care of Cassandra and Cassandra's family and ended up starting a charity. And we didn't know what we wanted to call, but we knew one thing we wanted to do is we wanted to make sure that we could introduce cancer symptoms earlier to people because her mom had stage four, Eric had stage two, Eric was still alive. Her mom was not. So 
we started coming up with names and uh, I came up with early and critical and my cousin came up with recognition is. So we came up with early recognition is critical based off of ERIC. So here we are 28 years later, 2020, uh, Eric has been teaching kids cancer symptom education. The hardest thing to do is go into schools anymore. So I am taking Eric out of the youth space and moving it into the adult space. And I'm going to be focusing on uh, focusing on using fully extracted cannabis oil to fight cancer. So this is the official coming out party. And I want to thank Chip for allowing me to do it. Yeah, man. Let's fight cancer. Let's do it. Hey, because in my in one of my best friends named Greg, he says, fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Right, Greg? Everybody. Greg Davidson. Say it out loud. (laughs) Fuck cancer. cancer. All right, Greg. One, two, three. One. Two, one, two, three, fuck cancer. cancer. All right. Fuck cancer. Yeah, say it again and keep (laughs) saying it. And don't be afraid to say the word cancer because the way to beat it is to add fuck to it. Fuck cancer. So so right now we're officially fighting cancer with cannabis. And if you have any questions, call me direct. Hit me up on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Greener Consulting. You can find me. G-E-R-E-N-C-S-E-R. There's not many of us around. So yeah, thanks, Chip. Uh, it feels good. Uh, I've, I've had it in the closet for eight years. I've been wanting to merge the two forces together. Uh, I've been doing survivor stories for both sides of it. I'm just now doing survivor stories. So if you're a survivor, hit us up. Go to our website. Early recognition is critical. Tell us your story. Uh, tell us if cannabis helped you save your life or if, if it helped make skin cancer go away like it did me. I had a, a basal cell carcinoma on my arm. I went to a, a dispensary in Santa Cruz. I also own a professional ultimate Frisbee team called the Dallas Roughnecks. And uh, uh, we're big supporters of, of, uh, of cannabis curing cancer, to be honest. And I had a spot on my arm. I used fully extracted cannabis oil. They call, refer to it as fecal oil. Uh, the fecal oil dissolved that can that cancer within two weeks with no side effects whatsoever. And there's absolutely no sign of it. So man, I'm pumped about this. As you can tell, uh, I'm, I'm ready to talk about it. We're going to, we're going to fuck up some cancer and we're going to see it's all started right here on the real dirt. So here we go. So in, in the past, let's talk about this early recognition portion of Eric and right why on. that's so important. So, you know, the, 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 the key to, Beating cancer is recognizing it early. I I hear that all the time, but nobody really pushes it. If you have stage four, what that means is that the cancer has metastasized across your body. And that means that it's moved from where it originally came in, which would be either your lymph nodes or, or some of your more sensitive infected parts of your body. And then it starts spreading. And as it spreads, and if it gets up into your chest, that's basically stage four. And it's, it's, kind of what they used to refer to as a death sentence. Stage one means that they found it exactly where it started and it's contained in one specific area where they have multiple different ways to be able to treat it. They can do chemo, they can do radiation, they can do surgery. Eric's Burkitt's lymphoma, we did surgery and then they also did chemo. So he went through a a surgery, they did the biopsy and then they also did chemotherapy. But Eric did cannabis the whole time he was doing this, and it allowed him to be able to continue eating. And when Eric came home from the hospital, this is really important. He was given nine prescriptions, and after he used cannabis oil, he was able to eliminate five of those. So a lot of the medicines are all these different. Wow, man. Yeah, come five on. Five out of nine. Five, God. gone. 
off the list, do not need them anymore. They were basically drugs that were going to make you feel not nauseated. And then you had to have another pill that would make you feel not nauseated from the pill that makes you feel not nauseated. So, so that's just a bunch of crap. And that's what, that's what health camp buddy's all about. And, and so recognizing cancer symptoms early, we recognized it because Cassandra's mom had stage four, Eric had stage two, he's still alive today. So I just did the math and I started realizing that we could use uh, ultimate Frisbee as a way to teach people to speak up. I think a speak up is our best message. One night I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, speak up, tell someone. And my friend was like, what the hell's going on? I was like, it's, it's all about speaking up. You can recognize it early, but if you don't tell anybody, it's nothing's happening. You have to recognize it and you also have to speak up. Ultimate Frisbee is a great sport that I have been part of since I was 19. And part of Ultimate that's cool is you call your own fouls all the way up to the pro level. They have refs in the pros, but all the way up to that point, you call your own fouls. So you have to speak up. So we use these Ultimate Frisbee clinics. We would go into these schools and we would work with five to 600 kids in one day, which is fun as hell, but also tough as hell, and uh, teach them to speak up if something's wrong with your body. We simplified it down to giving them some really basic sim symptoms. Eric's symptoms were headache and vomiting. You can have a headache, and headaches aren't normal, by the way. If you have a headache, something's wrong. Go get it checked out, and don't just accept it as a headache. But then he had vomiting too, which was nausea and actually vomiting. And what was happening was his brain tumor was causing his blood fluid to not be able to drain. And the only way he could get it out was to throw it up. And it was, it was vile basically coming out and it, it's not normal. So that is a cancer symptom and also not being able to pee. Come on. You, you should be able to pee. You should be able to go to the number two. You should be able to use the bathroom without it hurting, without it being uncomfortable. So if it's not speak up. So that's my Eric speech. And like I said, early recognition is critical.org. I'm really proud of it. Uh, it does save lives. I've had multiple people call me up saying that they've gone to the doctor because of what we're doing and they caught their cancer at stage one. End of story. It works. Yeah, that's dramatic, man. It's, it's real. That is absolutely dramatic. So yeah, we're, we're, we're loving it. And it's cool. That, it's really cool to be able to combine cannabis with it because I know that that's where, that's where I think I could do the best, do the most damage, to save the most lives. Uh, mm -hmm. without, without pills, you know, it's kind of a concept I wanted to start, uh, plants over pills. If you ever listen to an article on a uh, commercial for like, you know, anything but Viagra, uh, they tell you all these symptoms. Yeah. You could take this pill for high cholesterol, but you know, you might commit suicide and, and you're definitely going to probably have diarrhea and you probably won't sleep at night and you're not going to be hungry anymore, but good for you. You don't have high cholesterol, you know? So, but there's other ways to do it. You know, one way is to eat healthy, you know, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm probably not a great example of that, but you know, <laughs> uh, we all struggle with that one. That's for sure. Um, no matter the most healthy of us still have their issues. You've helped but me out a lot there, Chip. You being a vegetarian definitely has made me aware oh, of it. Oh man. And that, now you got the vegetarian chili going. How about that? Yeah. So, let's talk about your vegetarian chili recipe. You got to taste it, man. So, uh, I, <laughs> I start off with, a I, I saute, garlic, onions, celery, carrots, and bell peppers. And, mm -hmm. and then I, I put it in a crock pot and add a bunch of beans and a bunch of tomato sauce and tomatoes and a lot of, a lot of spices, a lot of curcumin and uh, oleander and uh, a lot of uh, parsley and 
paprika in there and a lot of chili. I love chili pepper. And then I, then I cook it for about three or four hours and then I take about a quarter of it and I'd mix it up in my little bullet to get the consistency. Right. But I add a lot of bell peppers. I love jalapenos, basically throw anything I've got in the, in the kitchen. That's a vegetable. I've, I've had broccoli. I've had asparagus. It's amazing, man. I I make it every week. My daughter and wife hate beans, but they love the chili. Little do they know it's like 70% beans. So it's, yeah, it's all, it's all presentation, I guess. Right. Yeah, totally. Totally. All presentation. So what's your all recipe? President. Give us your recipe, man. Jeff. Well, okay. So my, my cheetah recipe is with cans, right? I'll just say the cheetah recipe. Okay. Yeah. So one can of chopped tomatoes, right? One small thing of tomato paste, two cans of beans of assorted i like i like the chili beans that you know i get the organic chili beans from my local store can't remember what brand it is but they've got a couple of different types of beans in it onion garlic paprika chili powder here's where i go a little non-traditional for some people or maybe so but like man i i, I put some some uh powdered onion powder in it as well right just like gives it this boost up of, of flavor even though we 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 we, we uh, saute actual onions then i take some oil i saute the onions and the garlic all together man sometimes i'll put in like a vegetarian sausage or impossible burger or something like that we've got some like mushroom type of burgers too we'll, we'll like chop that up a little bit at that is point is it possible your favorite protein is that that's what you're no making? no 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 i'm i'm a I, you know i'm a cheating vegan jim right and i'm a vegan at heart because i'm lactose intolerant but i still like love cheese pizza i had it for dinner last night yeah sure. i know Right. And, uh, and I'll eat the cheap shit too. I'm not, I'm not, you know, <laughs> if you're hungry, you gotta eat. I'll eat, I'll eat it all. But like, uh, I eat cheese pizza and I'm lactose intolerant. So like I have to, you know, eat some, you know, lactose enzymes and, and then I love butter cause I'm from the South and everything's double butter, double sugar. But, uh, I, eat, I eat fish, man. I'm a fisherman. Now that I'm in Oklahoma, we buy fish. When I lived in California, I tried to catch most of my fish. We'll eat fish like four times, five times a week. What's your favorite uh, fish? You know, I have a few favorite fishes and favorite fish, like favorite fish recipes, fish recipes, black cod which is a deep water cod. Its texture is just incredible. I think that's one of my favorite fish, right? If you get true black water cod. Did you used to get uh, that up in Northern California? Yeah, yeah. It comes out of Alaska. Oh, hell yeah. And you can get it, you, you get it all over. Did some people call you, that lean cod? This lean cod's different. And okay. lean cod, they, they are cod, but you also catch them higher, you know, in, in like 100 feet of water. 200 feet of water where like the black cod they're deep and so the pressure of the water changes the the consistency their consistency right D different different fish man great great fish if you're ever in denver there is a great great sushi in denver and i, I know it's totally environmentally inappropriate but farmed raised croatian 
uh, tuna, the Toro on this stuff is so good. And you can get it at a couple of restaurants in our area. Izakaya Den is uh, the one we go to. Otherwise, mostly I... You're a big sushi guy, though. I eat sushi for sure, but in Oklahoma, I haven't really found the sushi spot. Yeah, there's not one. Um, I hear there is, actually, but uh, I haven't gone there yet. I mean, because, you know, most of the sushi's flown in overnight. So it's all about your connection wherever you are. I love shrimp and lobster and and King crab, crab and, yeah. you know, Dungeness crab and crab cakes. I'll Stone eat, crab I'll, claws. Oh uh, yeah, I'll eat all of that. And I, I mean, you know, uh, I, in the North Coast, up in Trinidad, West Haven, like you know, we could fish for a lot of that stuff. Like the Dungeness crab, a great fishery for that up there. Uh, tuna, cod, salmon. I mean, you go out and catch rockfish and lin cod. Limit any single time you want to go out during the fishing season. You'll probably limit. When are we going to get the passage joint again, man? Oh, well, I mean, I quit that a while ago. I don't, I, I, and, and the, with the people you hang out with, I don't know if I can smoke joints with you anymore. Jim, Jim is, is, is frequently trying to pass anybody who'll look at him in the eyes of joint. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad That's a compliment. No, it's a compliment. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, well, that, you know, that's, I haven't really spoke about COVID too terribly much on our podcast. I'll say pandemic, pandemic, it's a storm in the horizon and I'm trying to avoid it. Uh, you know, I'm also a, a private pilot and, you know, if you see a thunderstorm, you avoid it and there are limits that you should get to it close to it. You know, there's a, a reasonable limit for your plane size, 30 miles, I believe is what they say. That's what I'm trying to do is just stay healthy, stay away. I'm not sure what all the facts are. I don't think anyone knows what all the facts are. You know, it just is such a new problem. Everyday people guess something different about it. And I just have had to turn my ears off a little bit. When we go into any store in Oklahoma, we mask up like everybody else pretty much. There's, There's usually of- one or two people that don't. And hey, <laughs> whether regardless of what you believe, pandemic, pandemic, like I said, I mask up, man. I go in the store. Yep. I, I, I respect the other people around me because I don't want to cause them fear or harm. And it doesn't have anything with doing being a sheep. It's all about just res- respect for your neighbors, respect for your fellow humans, respect for the scenario and situation, right? Like, you know, no conspiracy theory. It's just, man, it's just kind of how it is. You got to like deal with it. Yeah, I think I think it'll teach us all a lot of uh, of like barriers and uh, this space between each other in general. You know, it's just like respect the boundaries, man. Everybody should have, have you, a boundaries, right? And everybody's is different. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, have you flown yet? You know, I haven't, man. And that's amazing, right? I'm a flyer and I have not, you know, I just had a grandkid. He was born March 22nd. Uh, can you believe this? Snoop Dogg for, for a grandpa and his, his initials are OG. So uh, I don't think that was yeah. intentional. Knowing my son and daughter-in-law, I'm pretty positive that wasn't intentional. And uh, I only try to pull the OG out just enough to, 
to get the people that know what's up. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, so, a, I'm a proud. You 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 are very player. Snoop Dogg. Do you, do you listen to hip hop or? I don't rap at all. I, you I don't like listen to any Snoop. Like, no no Snoop. No Snoop Dogg for no you. Snoop Dogg, man. I, all right, we're gonna I'm get a, you a Snoop Dogg play playlist. You saw my. You, you saw I have a radio. Uh, I have a record player, and I've got some. Yeah. Rock and roll. I'm a Led Zeppelin. Uh, Led Zeppelin freak. I saw Led Zeppelin in 1977 in Fort Worth, Texas. God, wow! It was awesome. Holy shit! Well, what size venue was that? It was like maybe seventeen thousand. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was awesome, man. And my wow. brother, had, my brother stood in line and gotten like multiple fights throughout the night and got tickets and and somehow my buddy and I got front row, first balcony, center. It was amazing. But I had smoked way too much weed. I think I smoked. I, I know we rolled like ninety joints. I actually. What were you smoking? Be, what were you smoking? smoking? Do you remember that? Mex- probably it was good Mexican weed back then. I was always. Uh, you were in uh, Texas. I was in Texas, but I had connections. One of my best friends was a, a grower even back then, and he ended up growing, going to college at Texas A and M, and then he got a job at uh, Teledyne or one of the the Slumberjay out in California, and and his job was to go check on the oil rig. So the first thing he did is start big farms by every oil rig. So he was growing killer weed in Southern California mm-hmm. back in the, I think 81, you know? So uh, we were smoking Mexican weed, but we smoked 90 joints, man. And um, I ended up getting in trouble at football. Cause I, I ended up having to quit football because of the penalty that they put on me, Texas football. I missed one day of practice. Yeah. Now granted we did, get caught rolling. You gave up your football career to go to Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yes. Hey, yeah. hey man, you had your priority straight, bro. <laughs> that was the smartest decision you ever made. If you I had agree. not done that, that would have shaped your life forever and you wouldn't have been who you are. I would have been three. You chose, years. oh dude, you chose, chose Led Zeppelin. A, 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 an experience that you have You've told this experience a thousand, a million times. It's probably one of the most important things that's ever happened to you. Yeah. It's something right. that not many people have done. I, I, uh, I know. <laughs> I, oh, I, and you, that's life, right? That's that was the it. turns, man. That's what it's about. It's not how much money you have in the bank. It's how many uh, stories and memories that you have. You know, and I, I've, I've got a, my lifestyle's kind of based on time rich. Uh, we're actually doing a movie. It's called the, the Ultimate Charity, and it's all about Eric and – uh, how we got so many eyes on Eric so quick and we started an ultimate Frisbee team and they ended up winning the championship in 2016. And we went all over the world. I mean, Eric's actually right now in Colombia, Venezuela, uh, Slovakia, Hungary, Germany, Italy, it's all over the world, man. It's, it's, it, I, I've done an amazing job of, of blowing it up and not really even knowing it, you know? And, and I think it's just organic. I just kind of got out of the way and started something really cool and run with it. So Good stuff, Chip. This has right. been awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. So. No, 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 man. It's it, it's it's great, dude. It, I'm I'm glad we, we've been talking about this for a minute. And man, I want to do some other podcasts with you too. Here's the three podcasts, you guys. Here's what me and Jim are going to do in the future. We've been talking about this for a minute because we both really love business, and I analyze my business and other people's business and help my friends with their businesses all the time. And we're we're gonna we're gonna analyze some sort of cannabis business on a podcast here soon. 
God, I love right. it. Right, right, yeah, song. totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. And uh, man, man, I've I started when I was young. Jim started when he was young. I've been doing this like I'm 47 right now. Jim's 65. Like we've been doing this 60. forever. 60. Uh, 60. Hey, I was trying to give you more experience, bro. Not call you older. <laughs> <laughs> so you still can't get the, you still can't get the discount. Then. Oh no. People discounted at 55 now, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Let's go to Ryan's and get some food. Let's do it. <laughs> That's a freaking yeah. great idea. It's a great idea though, isn't it? Yeah, we a, should do that because we just both love to do that. That's such a, a a fun thing for us to do. People will learn about it. We'll go over a whole PL, BL. We'll just pick a cannabis business. Yeah, and, and if you right. want us to do your business, why don't you send it in? We'll start a little application process. Uh, uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're interested absolutely. in doing hey, it. Hey, that's what we'll do. If you have a cannabis business, with a PLBL, it doesn't even have to be a current one. It could be last year's. We need this. We need you to be sure your numbers. We need you to have three years of uh, these numbers. And you'd be willing to get on the podcast with us and talk about it. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's simple. You'd be in business for three years and been running, you know, some sort of uh, financial management software. Uh, we use QuickBooks, but whatever will generate a PL and a BL for three years straight. So we can actually see what the business has been doing and, and generate some, some good conversation. It'll be fun. I really love to do this. I know business people like, oh, PLBL. Oh. I know. They don't get it. Oh, we can talk. They taxes. don't get it, dude. We've done, oh. we've done so much that a lot of people would love to hear. I, I used to do all my own taxes. I wouldn't do them. I would have my accountant lay out five different scenarios of different cash flows and different ways to spend money yeah, and certain right. things. And this, right, we, right. we can all talk about a lot of fun things. And, and honestly, we, we could bring some specialists on. I've got a guy that's a tax yeah. guy, or we could bring in a, you know, specifically based off of what kind of company it is. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I love it. That sounds fun, man. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. It'll be, it'll be a, a greener, a greener group X episode. We'll start. Did doing you just think of that? I just, just came off. The, I mean, we've been talking about similar stuff, but like, I mean, we talk about it all the time and yeah, I mean, I deal just, with PLBLs all the time. I, I got, do too. You know, it's how I run all of my businesses. And if you're not running a profit and loss statement or a balance and ledger statement on a monthly basis, reconciling them, then you're really missing out on understanding how your business works and being able to see you know, where you can go with cash flow, where you can go with tax, how to uh, anticipate things. Yeah. How to mm -hmm. save money on tax. That's I'm a specialist at that. I understand cash flow. I understand uh, cash basis versus uh, uh, accrual basis. You know, I've converted. I think Chip and I both have, uh, just recently converted from cash to accrual. That's a big thing. It happens only if you hit a certain revenue amount, the IRS requires you to do it been there, done that. I, I, I survived, you know, so we, we, we do it. We've, I've started businesses left and right. Chip has had great exits. Uh, Hey, let's, let's, let's schedule that in. I'd look forward to. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll have to schedule it. In. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we'll, let's find somebody though. Hey, hey we're, we're reaching out any type of cannabis business. It doesn't matter what you're doing from if you're a, a, uh, class a one or class three, if you're a dispensary or an attorney, if you're a, uh, um, ancillary company selling products to the cannabis industry, or if you're in the cannabis industry, extraction to, to hemp, you know, any, anybody's PO, but you have to have 
three years worth of reconciled balance ledgers and profit and loss statements. Hey, it'd be awesome and, if you had like an idea of where you wanted to go too. Like what we're, what we're trying to help you with. Are you wanting to scale? Oh, Are you well, wanting absolutely. to sell? Are you wanting to make more profit? Are you wanting to, you know, like give us some ideas and, and basically yeah, we'll, you, we'll suggest for you, but come up with an idea, bring your company to the table. Uh, we'll come up with the name of this probably the next time we talk and smoke one. Yeah. Oh, this is great. This is yeah. great, dude. Is. I, I'm, I'm loving it. We might, we, we got a whole nother, like, uh, uh, this is literally like both of our, like, I shouldn't say hobbies, but we dude. get excited about it. It is. I know. Listen to that. It's like, we don't have anything else. Do we not have anything else else better to do than this? Yeah, it was like I'm gonna find the one percent. I'm gonna find one percent. You know, yeah, it's fun. I dig that's, it. That's often that's often my my motto is like stack up the one percent, man, and get one percent of profit coming I'm out always, of it. I'm always better helping other people than helping myself. I hate to say that. I don't know what you call that, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm similar. I think it's all. I think it's. I think it's called just a giving. You know, when you're a giver, you want to help other people. You you you, you don't. You, it's almost a codependency. You want to help other people mm-hmm. more than you want to help yourself. You know, yeah. so right, uh, right. Even on the airplane, they tell you if uh, if we're going down, put your own mask on first. That way, you can help more people. It's a good point. Uh, and no, I think Chip it and is I, a good point. Yeah, right. I Chip right. and I have both. We've already done that, Chip. I think we both have our mask on already. You know what I mean? We we're 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 very comfortable with each other, and we've never brought up money. You know, it's never been like. Yeah. You know, it's not like I, I have to, we have to make money or we're, I'm broke or I need, I've got, because money's one of those things. You, if you have too much or too little, you're in trouble. There's somewhere in between there that you're comfortable. And I think both of us are comfortable. I think we're comfortable in our skin. And, and a lot of times skin is green. It's, um, it's how much passion you have. You know? <laughs> hey, man, I spend all my money on weed and I always have and I probably always will. Any of my friends out there listening to me know what I mean about that. I'm either going to invest it all into more businesses that are, that are weed associated, yeah. hire more employees, and I do whatever I want. But like I also you know work 10 hours a day. Hey, Chip, I used to right. always say back in the day, it's like all my friends would say, why do you have weed? I was like, I always buy enough so I don't run out. And, and I always, yeah, no. I always reference, I, I, I could always turn weed into money, but I cannot always turn money into weed. Money into weed. Fabulous yeah. Jerry Freak Brother quote right there. Yeah. So, hey, let's talk about weed, Jim. Let's do what, it. What, so you said you were smoking some Humboldt. What do you mean by that? Yeah, Humboldt. It's indoor. It's indoor. This is indoor. Yeah, indoor. I'm a big fan of indoor. Honestly, I I've got some fresh outdoor, but I I and it's greenhouse. But I guess I've learned from Chip, greenhouse weed is outdoor. You know, I just not a fan. Even though they might call it indoor, they might. (laughs) You can call. That's the thing about the industry is uh, we're all outlaws, and some people don't care that much. So some people just make shit up, and uh, yeah. But other people are really concerned about. But if the genetics is really so I'm a big fan of indoor. I like the flavor. I do a maintenance process. I smoke a lot of just a couple hits here, a couple hits there throughout the day, all day. And uh, and it allows me to relax. I don't have to do any uh, ADHD pills. I use I use cannabis to manage that. It's called self-medication. And I'm I'm a big I have my medical cannabis card in California. So I'm legal. Uh, So if anybody's wondering. Uh, I believe that this medical cannabis deal is a beautiful thing. I think there's how many states are legal right now, Chip? Thirty-three or? I mean, there's more legal than not. 
Right yeah, now. right yeah. on. Uh, but we should celebration have like a special little song that's a really like celebrates <laughs> cannabis, <laughs> cannabis, a cannabis song. Smoking weed <laughs> makes me feel fine. <laughs> Legalize another state. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. You got to put that on auto. You have to put that on auto button for sure. You know. <laughs> And give your host a, a stop button too, but <laughs> <laughs> like a hook. Like yeah, a hook. Well, like uh, um, it's uh. What it's, are you smoking, uh, man? What are you smoking? I'm smoking right now. I'm fixing to roll up some Kush 19. It's uh from our light depth um, here in Oklahoma. Hey, so one of our one of our customers, right one of our customers, we were meeting them at their their uh their, they hadn't bought the business yet. I was looking at investing in it. We all took a break and we all rolled joints up. But Chip made okay. a comment. Remember that you made a comment that, hey, this weed is from a buddy of mine. Like, right, right, right. And, and the investor said, he told me off record, I will, I will never invest in somebody that doesn't smoke their own smoke weed. Their own weed. It was uh, a really funny statement. So that's kind of what we're dealing with here. This guy... You know, yeah, great. they're nice. They're nice people. They just didn't understand what was going on. They did not like, well, hey, hey, Chip's looking for the best weed in the world. He's not arrogant about any of that shit. I was yeah. coming to see Jim, so I look for the best weed I could find. And because, man, I don't have it all the time. And even though I'm smoking our own cultivated weed right now in the other room, I also have uh, some a variety, some a variety of weed yeah. from Jive Genetics, local Oklahoma company. Man, I love their grandpa's breath and their Thins Mints. Big up the Jive. Uh, if you're in Oklahoma, look for them at your local dispensary or come to Baker's Medical and ask for it there. It's a great week. <laughs> I've smoked it. I've smoked it for sure. Yeah, right. so I just, yeah, I just no, smoked right. a couple hits of that outdoor the thing about indoor, it seems like the whole joint, you can taste the flavor of it. I guess is that's the turpins that you're tasting or what? Oh, Jim. I don't oh, know. man. You just, you just got to get good outdoor, dude. It, it is the full flavor, like that really good greenhouse, organic grown outdoor. There's the flavor all the way down. Oh, my God, dude. It's just so good. Right. Mm -hmm. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, I'll and, tell you what. I got terpene tests that, that say that my outdoor here and my greenhouse does prove it. That's right. Cool. And, it is, I love that. and it is higher than terpene tests from indoors of the same strains. Right. Oh, so we, we, we actually do have that proof. Man, the extract. What causes that? Does the, here, what, does the heat bring it? Do you think the heat causes, creates a man, it's, it's a it, especially in the greenhouse, it's in, it's in this natural environment that's still protected, right? And part of the, the terpenes and the secondary compounds, you know, are to like fly off the plant and either act as an attractant or, uh, or repel pests or be a, a memory to a, a, an animal that eats it. Right. It's like, oh, don't go near that funny smelling skunk weed because we got high as fuck the last time we tried to eat the seeds out of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's that's the, per the initial purpose of it all. But then, like, you know, we've like, you know, like, oh, I like the myrcene. I like the limonene, you know, and breed that in there. 
and, you know, select for that. And that's what we have, have humans have done to increase it. So yeah, in the greenhouse, they're contained and they don't blow off so much, okay, but they okay. still get the, the natural sun. But then you use a, a UV resistant plastic, you know, on top of it that that pulls out a bunch of the UV and that whole accumulation of things. I, I believe makes greenhouse weed have the highest terpene. All right, hey man, be. I'm not the only person. I'm not the only person saying it. I'm pretty sure it's already been proven. And, um, now you can all, you can get the worst terpene profile out of bad greenhouse operations or bad genetics. Okay, right. Okay. So that happens too. Right. Okay, well I have to be more open minded. I'll see. I'll see you. No, well, hey man, you know I'll, I'll see tell you, you in three and a half hours. <laughs> any, I, I'm not claiming to have great weed right now. And, you know, we've been growing our outdoor for, for extraction. We've just pulled some light depth. that's pretty good, but uh, I'm just going to say it's pretty good. I got a high opinion of it all. And man, it was real rough year this year. Uh, it was wet. It was humid. Um, at almost every harvest period we had throughout the summer, because we had multiple ones, whether it was auto flowers, light depths, you know, traditionally flowered outdoor, just been so wet, man. And yeah, but Chip, um, you do you're, what you're doing is people don't, and some, a lot of people probably understand, but that is much R and D that you do. Oh, you know, it's all R and D. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, so, it's all R and D, and that's the beauty of Oklahoma, is that we, oh man, I mean, we've grown so many different weeds five or six different techniques greenhouse outdoor clones seeds light depth, late season planting i mean we've planted twenty thousand seeds this past year killed off a bunch of seeds threw a bunch of stuff away extracted it all and and the 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 point was we're looking for genetics that thrive here in oklahoma under several conditions light depth, early planting, late planting, full season, indoor. And uh, that's kind of part of it all is just like, you know, I am, I am absolutely a shotgun approach guy to it and just plan out a shit ton as much as you can in Oklahoma. I've never been able to plan out this much. So we planted out more than we could control. <laughs> uh, and, uh, well, man, we've seen some great, 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 you know, returns out of it. We've had some plants that didn't survive at all. We had some auto flowers that didn't work out at all. We had some auto flowers that worked out great. We planted every single month, you know, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, and really, really learned a, a lot about what's going on here. Can you bring up and, a couple, of, like a couple of the obstacles that you did and how you pivoted? Maybe an example of how. Well, man, I'll tell you the the biggest obstacle we had this year was was material supply early in the season. COVID had hit in March. Everything was fucking crazy. Looking back on it all, it was just nuts, man. Um, we're going to be feeling that PTSD for years, but you know, couldn't get materials, couldn't get supplies. You know, everybody was weeks out of stuff. And so we had planned on putting up 40,000 square feet of hoop, right? Uh, we got to 19,000 and I just couldn't put up anymore. We had been delayed because of, and we had started in February putting this stuff up. We had a hard time getting employees, man. We had a hard time getting farm workers. 
we had about 12 different people come out and the heat just crushed them. Uh, cause man, if you're not used to working outside, you know, the heat here in Oklahoma will crush you, right? Hands fucking down. And we're even like cautious about it all, but still it's, it's a hard job, man. It's uh, farm. It's farming. Yeah. It's yeah, farming. It's yeah. You know, we're uh, at the ranch. We're not, uh, we're not convenient to any of the big cities. We noticed this man, that, that many people wanted to come out and work, but they had childcare issues. Right. Because their kids couldn't go to school or couldn't be under the, you know, the assistance with the grandparents or whatever it normally had been. And we lost a, a, a bunch of people just couldn't hang with driving an hour or an hour and a half and like having to deal with their kids. Right. Uh, the kids were, you know, I don't know, just kid stuff, dude. You know, like, oh, babysitter didn't work out. Oh, not feeling good. Oh, you know, got to put, oh, you know, this, that and the other. And because everybody's kids are home, the normal daycare wasn't working. We had a problem getting employees here. And I had planned on having six employees for 40,000 square feet of hoop and 20,000-ish, well, 50,000 square feet of outdoor. That was my plan. That's what we, we, we had prepared for. But we could only get two workers trained and kind of up to speed before like the season kind of started and at that point we i decided i wasn't going to build any more greenhouses we weren't going to plant all the outdoor and we went with just i think sixty thousand square feet twenty thousand square feet of out outdoor and then nineteen thousand square feet of greenhouse and then we had another twenty thousand square feet of shade house so we just kind of left all that be and three people it was still too much for three people to handle and that's three people plus jessica and me my wife and me uh, when we could when we weren't working our other jobs or doing podcasts Uh, so labor was really a big big problem for us this year and it threw off my plan and, and of course, looking back on it, I should have done it differently, but I've always been able to get employees and get people to work. And usually they stay for a long time. And it was just, it's just been difficult this year, man. So that's been the biggest problem for me this year was employees at the farm. Labor, labor is labor. tough right now, man. We're dealing with it big time with our companies. Nobody wants to work. The government gave out. It's really weird. Cause uh, in in March, March. Well, it's more complicated than nobody wants to work. That childcare issue is yeah, a big deal. Yeah, it is. It right. Is. Like I've, I've literally had employees because we're an essential business. We never stopped working. Cultivate Colorado, you know, Growers Cocoa, never stopped working. And we've had some employees that have had to quit to take care of their kids. That's sad, you know, but it's not, it's not the worst thing for the kids, you know, if the parents can deal with it. But I've, I've heard there's a lot of parents that aren't dealing with it very well. I mean, I, I, I used to do those clinics at these schools. And, and one thing I really did more than I've ever done is drink margaritas afterwards. It's like, holy shit, that's, mm. that's hard to be, mm. you know, teaching kids all day, every day. And if, you know, like we didn't have to go, we were like grandparents. We didn't have to go back the next day and it was still not easy. But if mm-hmm. you got a, kids that, you know, certain kids, I'm sure you don't get along with everybody, you know, and if you got to go back to the same environment yeah. every day, oh my God, I, I, more power to the teachers. They don't make enough oh, money. Oh, teachers, that's the hardest job, man. Yeah. You called that one. Yeah. 
It is power to you, man. We need we, uh, it's changing. This whole thing's changing gotta, education. That's for it's sure. Got to be better. We got to get right. better at it. Mm. You know what's the cool thing about man. it is, Chip? I think we can now. I think now we can spread our wings a little better and get the best teachers and give them the best platform to teach more kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like it's like our fucking. It's opening up that opportunity. It's like a, you know, it's 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 a beautiful thing, really. Sad but true. We should take advantage of it because. Now Zoom and dude, you you called Zoom. I I bought Zoom. I should have. Oh man, that was I, a good call, wasn't it? Chip, I sold <laughs> I, I sold most of mine and kept just ten shares, but I've made so much money on that. And uh, I had fifty shares based off of what you said. I bought it the day you said it. I said, "Wow, that's a, and that's every day." People should have business partners like us that could brainstorm for 10, five or 10 minutes, whatever it is, you know, and little shit like that comes up. And so, yeah, the, the, the idea of, I can't wait for the next podcast, dude, let's, let's schedule it. If you got a company that you're interested in reviewing, uh, be the first yeah, company. We could go, mm-hmm. we don't have to name your company. We can keep it generic, neutral. We can, we, we definitely yeah, no, have to yeah, talk yeah. about the space, but uh, yeah. Well, you know, there, there's the thing is, is people are scared to talk about their numbers often right you can be anonymous like i was thinking about just pulling up one of my businesses from like five years ago or something i still probably feel comfortable talking about stuff from way back then we would definitely do it anonymous i mean there's no mm-hmm. reason to to you know and we could even keep the owner's name unless you didn't care unless you didn't care yeah maybe you just right. sold your business and it doesn't matter or there's something like you're getting ready to sell it and you want some help we're going to give you free help i'm going to include my cfo his name is John Beasley. I call him John 420. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Have him help us out. Let him evaluate it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 420 John. And I've got, we got Aaron. John 420. For all those who love the weed, roll <laughs> it up and smoke it now. <laughs> so this is, this is, uh, this has been really good, Chip. I hope we can get some. No, it's been uh, great, call. man. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. I know we kind of just started babbling here as soon as we started smoking weed. This Kush 19 is great, man. Oh, it's just, it's a novel Kush. It's 707 Kush seeds that uh, we planted in 2019. Sussed it out. This is really great, great Kush variant for Oklahoma. What's your dispensary uh, called? Baker's Medical. Baker's Medical. It's actually my wife's dispensary. Baker's um, Medical. Yep. Yep. Wife's dispensary, Baker's Medical. She's there every day. We sell clones, and cannabis to medical and patients, health, and healthcare shirts. And, and yeah, if you want a healthcare camp shirt, go to Baker's Medical. It's Kush 19. Wow, it's coming soon. Mm, mm. Yeah. This tastes good. It's not great, though, man. It's just good. Oh, it's right? just okay. It's just good. Now, I'm not. No, 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 no. It's good. It's good. It's okay. good. It's good. It's good. It it's might be okay, okay weed, but it's, it's better good. than okay. Mm. All right. It's go. not okay, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, no. Okay, okay. No, that's okay, good. No, it's, this is good. This is okay, good. This is good, okay. This is good. Okay. There we go. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Great. Okay. And that's how it is. Right. And that's our rating schedule for the day. Yeah. And man, Hey, I do have some great. Okay, dude, this, uh, uh, Durban tie, Durban tie high flyer. It's a strain we grew 15, 20 years ago. Maybe, uh, we got across that at the Southern C99 from uh, brothers, Grim seeds, super up. Oh, awesome. 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 High quote unquote sativa high. This Apollo 11, also from him, super, super, uh, really buzzy electric weed, man. You'll, you'll, uh, I, I know that's, I know you're more of the, the medical 
medicinal side, but I really love that buzzy electric high, man. I need to, um, I need to try more of that in the morning. Yeah, totally. Well, hey, it's been great having you, Jim. Thanks a lot for joining us on the Real Dirt. Uh, give me your, give me your contacts. How, how do people get in contact with you? Or want to hear more about your story? Best way to contact me is Jim at TimeRichCBD.com. There we go. And you've That's got some uh, LinkedIn, 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 Jim Garrett, sir. Uh, Facebook, private message me. Google Jim Garrett, you'll find me. You can check his bio out at uh, GreenerConsultingGroup.com. You'll get Chip oh, and I so. right now at this stage. You get Chip and I on all the uh, introductory calls. So we're 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 excited to be talking to everybody. Have a good 420 yeah, day. Good deal, Chip. Awesome yeah. job. Yeah, thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to listen to others, download the Real Dirt Podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Hey, just subscribe. That's the best thing that can happen to you and the best thing that can happen to us because the more that people that listen, uh, the bigger our network grows and the, the better this whole community gets. So once again, I really enjoyed uh, this episode. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. And if you all do something for me this week, man, is give a brother or sister a call randomly that you haven't talked to in a while. Give them a call and uh, just tell them that you you love them and you wish you could uh, burn a fat one with them. Thanks. This has been The Real Joint. Real Joint. This is The Real Joint (laughs) on Real Dirt. This has been The Real Dirt. Thanks again. See you all later. Have a great day. See you, Chip.